Hey, episode 174, we quit. Bye, uh, JK. Uh, episode 174, we made a podcast. 74. Um, yeah, if you're here listening, we love you. And um, this is going to be, hopefully, this is going to be the shortest episode ever. Um, there's nothing going on in football. Nations League is capped. We can't even watch um, uh, Condom Bowl World Cup qualifiers because soccer is growing so much in America. Oh my God, it's growing so much. Can you can you believe how much soccer is growing in America? It's bullshit. Um, the only thing really cracking in the news right now is uh, Caesar's cousin, Cristiano Ronaldo, the African. Uh, well, Caesar took away his Africanness a while back. Well, when I dyed my hair. No, t- you took away uh, Ronaldo's Africanness a while back, and I guess I don't know if you gave it back, but if you did give it back, maybe you're gonna take it back away. I'm not sure. I mean, I do have jurisdiction of taking and getting back them when I want. Hey, I, yeah. I, I'm gonna do this. I see fit for my people. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Go ahead and do it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I seen the pictures you showed from your home city. I'm like, if if anything is Africa, is is that picture of Caesar? And it was city. a beautiful city. Thank you. Nice. What a compliment, Africa and Brazil. Thank you. Beautiful city. Well, I'm, the only reason I'm saying that is because I had a friend from Uganda, and he was showing me pictures of Uganda. I was like, God damn. And then, <laughs> like Bahia. <laughs> and, well, I mean, that part, I was like, yeesh. And then when you showed me a picture, I was like, damn, it looked like, just like the same exact picture from Uganda. <laughs> <laughs> We made a podcast. I mean, if if we if we if we ain't leaving, we're gonna be forced to leave after this. But go ahead. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but we quit anyway. Um, okay. So we only got a few things to talk about. We're gonna talk about the World Cup qualifiers a little bit. Um, the Cannonball wins. Talk about Ronaldo. He got a lot of stuff going on right now, and uh, we'll talk some shit about Mesut Ozil because he's annoying. Um, anyway, Cannonball World Cup qualifiers started last week. That would be exciting if we could watch them. Um, Sucks. It it does suck a lot. Like, honestly, the first match day, like, I think the first game was Paraguay versus Peru. I would have watched that. (laughs) Like, I would have watched that match. Um, But anyway, first match day was Paraguay versus Peru, Uruguay versus Chile, Argentina versus Ecuador, Colombia versus Venezuela, Brazil versus Bolivia. Um, something interesting, no home team lost, which is kind of like a thing when it comes to World Cup qualifiers and Cotton Bowl. But um, Paraguay, Peru tied 2-2. Uruguay beat Chile 2-1. Argentina beat Ecuador 1-0 on a penalty. Um, Colombia beat Venezuela 3-0. And Brazil beat the dog shit out of Bolivia 5-0. I wish I kind of knew what was going on in Bolivian politics right now. I know they're going through some elections, but I don't know exactly what's going on. Um, I know one president still in jail, right? No, no. Uh, what's his name? Um, the one that we like. Oh, uh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Don't don't tell Former me. President. Forget, yeah, yeah. Um, what? Don't. I, I did not forget his name. I did not forget his name. You did. Um, I can see his face. I can see his haircut. Of course, you can see his face. Um. I remember it. I, I remember it at some point. Um, like, well, I keep thinking Carlos. It's not Carlos. Um, and I'm thinking something with an M too. Um, 
She okay. You looking it up? Go ahead. Yeah. I know you start cock that neck over. I know you looking. Oh, you know, you know this name, dog. Is it? Is it? It's something with the M, right? Yes. Oh, why? Like I've tweeted his name a million times. Evo. Oh, Evo Morales. Yes. Yeah. Ava. Ava eight shotgun. That's him. He's not in jail. I think he's. He was in Mexico for a little bit, but I don't know if he went back somewhere in South America. Uh, maybe, maybe like, I think he's in, he's somewhere in South America now. He went to Mexico for a little bit. This dude was president for a minute. Mm. <laughs> Suspect. <laughs> what, what, where is he right now? Do you, does it, does it say? Um, it's a, I just keep on, I'll let you know. Okay. Um, but yeah, they're, they're having some elections in Bolivia right now. Hopefully his party can get back in power because it was an illegal coup that happened. Um, but on the low, he was trying to change the constitution so he could be president longer. Which I'm not mad I mean, at. Yeah, as if, I mean, damn, he was, he was, this is quite the term he's on there. Literally, okay, but he's the first indigenous president of Bolivia ever. He, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I can respect him trying to regain the land for his, for his people. You know what I'm saying? It was taken from his people. That was definitely his land. Dog, they were the, there the, first, but I mean, damn, dog, you know, you got to. You got to move the seat on to somebody. Like, yeah. I mean, true, true. But, like, dog, before that, Bolivia was just, like, cocaine trafficker. And, like, I think the dude before him, like, barely even spoke Spanish. <laughs> Look, trust me. Like, I'm with this dude. This is the homie. Like, I like him. I'm with him. But, like, this is this is a real one. He's a real one. But my dude, 06 <laughs> to 19 is quite the time, my friend. I've never had a job that long in my life. And you Wait, want to hear Perez? Oh, 06 to what? 2006 like, to 2019. That's, that's quite the years? bid, dog. Okay, but Caesar, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's quite the bid, dog. But, but what are, how long are their terms? It might be like six or seven years. What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you think Bolivia is, man? What are you talking about? They might have six or seven years. This terms. show went from soccer. Now we're talking about presidential terms in Bolivia. Sorry. I mean, it can go down. <laughs> you started we're trying to keep this the shortest episode ever, remember. The, um, according to Bolivian Constitution, the president is elected to popular vote to a five-year term with a two-year term limit. Two times? Two-term limit. So 10 okay, years. So, so he got elected 2006 and then 2011. 2016, he should have been done. He's like, nah, son, three <laughs> more years. Three more years. <laughs> hey, man, it's, like, oh, I can do 13 years. I mean, honestly, I blame America for the lack of democracy in the world. Like, honestly, I, I, blame I, I will gladly blame America for him getting, trying to whatever, do all that. Like, I, he's like, I wasn't done yet. <laughs> There's a lot of work to do here, which I can respect. But, you know, maybe you got to move on and be like administrator or something like that. You know what I'm saying? You got to find a new role, dog. You just put, put somebody else to just look smile over there and you just do some work in the background. That'd be nice. Yeah, that's what Putin did. Um, go, really quick before I get into match day two. Of, so they had that t- uh, goal.com had that tweet about, oh, like, is you wait for a condom bowl better, like stronger? And if you go to We Made It Podcast Twitter, you know, everything is political. And I said, if the School of Americas never existed, then condom bowl would be much stronger like it wouldn't even be a question. Now I'm not going to get here and explain what the School of Americas is or was. I mean, we already talked about you know Bolivia presidential terms, so yeah, I'm not going to do all that because that's a lot. But I would encourage anyone to look up what the schools School of Americas is 
It was located in Fort, Fort Benning, Georgia. Um, that's that like th that's when you're talking about the lack of democracy is because of that place right there in Georgia where they trained all them people to go back to their countries and do coups and murder people, death squads, everything. And I remember I went on a date with a young lady, her family was from El Salvador, and she, we had a long conversation about that because her dad was one of them generals from the School of Americas in El Salvador, and he had, he had done a lot of dirt. And she was like, yeah, he, he just sits in his mansion. He doesn't ever talk. <laughs> It's a story. <laughs> I, I didn't like that question um, that was posed. Um, and, you know, I don't want to sound like, you know, uh, like, oh, I'm, I'm whining or whatever. But I just don't like that question. I don't think it's fair to 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 ask that question. You're going to ask, you, dude, UEFA, you know how many freaking countries are in Europe, including teams in UEFA that aren't in Europe? You got 55. teams in there that aren't even in Europe, dog. 55. There's some teams that are not in Europe. That's not using a map to make that team. And if you're not using a map to make that team, then why does why does why does Cumberland have to restrict themselves to a map also? If you were if you were if you were even if you were to combine, first of all, you know what? I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this because that question is so loaded, dog. That question is so loaded. Not even judging by the some of the players in those teams that are where they are due to maybe historic colonialism, uh, different nationalities, all this stuff, you're going to say the better teams? That's not fair. Second of all, like, literally, you just might have, you could have you could have still went as who's better UEFA, Brazil all time, you still could have balled out with just Brazil alone. Like, that's that's love to Comnable. Uruguay has a historic tradition. Argentina has a historic tradition. Brazil has a historic tradition. Those teams have all what combined for, I think, what, like 13 World Cup, 12 World Cup wins in its history? That's great, but in no way is it fair to you combine a ten. What is it? Ten teams in Comnable against fifty-five nations. If anything, if anything, if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, put a just pick. You should have done. Are the top ten UEFA teams better than ten Comnable teams? Don't all of, all of them, dude? All these all these fifty-five dudes gonna throw a name in the hat? You get Mkhitaryan. You get you can have Mkhitaryan. <laughs> Mkhitaryan would have a hard time making the U18s. Listen, so listen, like y'all y'all get to pick uh, Lewandowski. Really, you get to pick Lewa? How many World Cups that country got? I'll wait. Like, that's not fair. I mean, it, it really the the worst part about it is they get to have a person that was born in Africa. Like, come on, dog. Like, we really over here talking about. Dudes, I mean, you got someone that's like really born in Africa. Then you got other dudes who was actually born in mainland Africa too. I mean, you got guys that literally went on a plane and then went <laughs> and went over there, or maybe went on a plane or whatever they did, and, and immigrated and banned life, and then they started to play for them. Like, that, that's yeah. like come on, dog. You know what's funny about that? What's 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 what can you say about that comfortable team? You got anybody on the team born in Spain and then uh, plays for Argentina? No. no, you got anybody on that team that's uh, born born in uh, Cape Verde but plays in Brazil? Nah, you don't got none of that stuff going on. I mean, literally, like basically, you nobody like on that that team is literally as OG as it gets. This team is those all those guys on that team had to get on a plane and play over there. 
You know, you know the they old... went. And then some of those guys on that team, too, had to get on a plane just to represent that team. These The, the Comnable team got nothing but originators. I mean, honestly, the only the only uh, carpetbagger is your boy Higuain, who was born in France. And um, the, but I mean, I, I, I barely count him. But that's cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I mean that is that that is um, a big deal. Like you have a lot of guys that like the top teams in UEFA. Let's just say the top teams that have won the won the World Cup recently, France and Germany. Um, I guess like, I mean Spain won it somewhat recently too, but. I don't think they had any carpet baggers. Um, I'm not going to call them another word that you used. <laughs> carpet baggers. Um, I mean, whatever. I, I'm, it's better than the word you used. Um, but France and Germany have a lot of car- carpet baggers. This is my question, though. Tony Cruz was born in East Germany. He should be playing for Russia. I mean, I mean, uh, this is my question to you. So when we, when, when you, when I mean, FIFA has to be the 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 flag of this because it's the most international sport in the world, yes. the largest. Uh, most eyes on it. What was the last World Cup? Didn't have like some like stupid number, like 1.2 billion views or some dumb number it had. Some some bonkers number it had. Every single it's it's the biggest sport in the world. No matter what country you go, there's gonna be a team there. It just goes down no matter what. This is a sport that needs to be not only is the face, but needs to be the flag bearer. It needs to be the the one to innovate. That that if they're sending a message about no racism then they got to stand by it. So I'm like, when it comes, if you're talking about your messages, like, okay, no racism, all equality in the sport, I'm down. Now there's things that branch off of that are very important. When you're talking about, you know, these uh, players, where are they from? And, and all these players and against each other, different ages. I don't think that's very fair. I don't think that's right, dude. I don't okay, so wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold up, because you, you you said a lot and not saying much. Are you trying to say that they shouldn't allow carpet bagging? No, I'm not saying that. But I don't think it's if you're gonna allow car. I'm not, I'm not gonna say that word. If you're gonna, well, if you're not gonna allow it, if you're gonna allow it, if it's okay for Sergio Dest, who's only been to 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 I don't know America Samoa before, and now he can play for America, whatever. And, and you watch his interviews. I'm like, wow, what a Proud American, cool. Um, uh, inspiring me to go. Woo! I can't wait to be a fullback now. You're gonna let Sergio Desk do that? Then you can't like do. I don't feel like it's fair to do like comparison lists. I don't. I don't like that. That's kind of whack to me. Well, okay. Well, FIFA didn't do the list. It was Gold.com. But I, I feel you though. Like we're talking about, and, and honestly, like there's a there's an argument for it's, and against carpet bagging. I'm for it, just yeah. because. I don't really want that level of like nationalism, like that, like racial nationalism, like in the sport, because that can easily happen. Um, like you don't want, you don't want people being like, Oh, okay. Like how, fr- like, okay. We're only going to have people born in France. And then like, well, is he really French? Like, I don't want to be doing that. You know what I mean? And it could get worse for even places like Spain where people are like, well, we only want people born in like this region. And exactly. You know, I- and I'm with you too. Like I agree, and I, yes. I'm only doing this because I'm trolling, and I do kind of feel some other type of way. But but I would never want to get to the extreme where it's like, oh, you like, for example, like maybe if I'm young and my dream was to play for America, and they told me like, no, you can't play for us. I'm like, damn, dude, I, I've been here 20 years, or I've been here 15 years. I don't know these fools. I don't know what they're doing down there. I don't want to go to that locker room down there. You know, no, no. like, I don't want it to be that. Shit. I, I don't want it to be like that. But if you're gonna if you're gonna have it. I get to I get to do this face when I see that roster. I get to 
when, when they start, when they do a whole press conference, and you got Zalilam picking between six nations. I get to go like this. Caesar, you gonna... when I when right. I see Sergio Dest waving the flag around like this, all right, waving the flag around, okay. But he never had he never had pop school Thursdays in elementary school here. Then I'm not, you know, I don't know, dog. Well, first of all, you gonna be like, look, I I, I can play for America. I can't play for Brazil. God damn, dog. <laughs> <laughs> There's two different monsters there, man. Yeah, I'm never gonna make that team. That team is stupid. Can I please play here? <laughs> please, I want to go. You're going to be like, I want to go to South Africa and shit. Damn. I'll be like, y'all play for Angola right now. Can I do anything? You <laughs> cannot make Brazil's team. This team is literally as all-star as it gets. Seriously. Um, but what's the name? Um, yeah, like carpetbagging is whatever. But um, so going think- back to the go, go, going back to the like comparison, it is a lot different when you're talking about like, I mean, how I feel is like, Yo, like a lot of these countries have like so much turmoil and like so many like like politically bad things that happen, and it was literally caused by the United States of America. There's a thing called the Monroe Doctrine, and like we have the disappearance, like the stuff in Argentina. Um, they did a coup, a military coup in Uruguay. Chile is like, you know, outstanding Viva Allende. Brazil, even Brazil, and not only that. I mean, also some of the nations involved in that list, like, are directly in hand with some of the turmoil in power overthrows in South American countries. You had, you know, there's there's a Dutch player there. You know, there's 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 countries that had had influence in these in the Americas also, like during that during the era of like colonialism and all the stuff going on. So it's like to me, it's like, no, like let's like this, like, like that's why I said, like, I'm not saying I have a problem with having a comparison, it's fine. But you need to, like, say, like, oh, like, top ten or, you know, like, you you, you Carnival kind of already goes in with a crutch for only having ten teams in its league anyways. The reason me and Bam want to watch this tournament because out of all the qualifiers, I don't got to watch – I don't got to watch uh, Serbia versus whatever. I don't got to – I don't have to do that. But in UEFA, you have to do that. You have to struggle through these matches. Wales versus who knows what – Fine, whatever. But when you when you watch uh, Comfortable, no matter what, honestly, you're always going to get pretty much a good matchup. Even when it's like Bolivia, Venezuela, sometimes there's big stakes involved. There's stakes involved because the tournament, when you have 10 teams involved, any kind of loss affects you. That's why when Brazil made that run, it was phenomenal because this is a, a stressful tournament. It's a tough tournament, and they literally took no L's for a long-ass time. That's impressive. Two things. That uh, qualifiers don't play with me. Because Cavani was a leading scorer. And another thing, don't we bring up Wales? Forget about Gareth Bale, but the legend Joe Allen and Catherine Zeta-Jones. And Aaron the, Ramsey. Another legend. Don't be and, playing with me. Daniel James, future legend. You dig? Don't be playing with me about uh, Wales again. So you write on the show, for, for, to, to be you know transparent, you write for Wales and Ireland. In, in that in that re, in, in, in the You write for Wales and Ireland and UEFA. I'm a I'm an Irish nationalist person. Irish nationalist, but heavy supporter of Wales. Yeah, have you ever seen uh, uh, Captain? Here, here comes the movie that like maybe three people have seen in North America. Like here, here's what is what is the movie? Go, please. I mean, I, look, Captain Zeta Jones is a phenomenal actress, and um, also, and also, um, you know, Wales is colonized. You know what I mean? Uh, but. 
we got way off topic, but uh, let me go back to Cannonball Qualifiers Match Day 2. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is why they need to bring us back uh, qualifiers because we want to do this. I, I, I like getting uh, very nationalist about these matchups. That's why I missed the World Cup reviews. It was funny. Got, like we talked about why, you know, why has chair for Bosnia? Why is chair for Iran? You know, you know what I'm saying? It's fun to do that. If you don't do that during World Cups or tournaments, you're boring. That's the best part. Yeah, it's all it's always political for me. So I'm just always it's, it's straight political. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um Brazil's obviously like I mean, Brazil's the strongest team in Condombo, like by far. So they won again um four two. Neymar had a hat trick, two penalties, and like a nice little tap in off a rebound. Um, Peru's goals were gangster though. It was like two volleys. One of them was a pretty big deflection, but the first volley might end up being goal of the tournament. <laughs> um, Chile, Colombia tied. Uh, Venezuela, Paraguay, Paraguay won one zero. Uruguay lost to Ecuador four two. So shoddy refereeing that match though. And Argentina beat Bolivia two one. Why do I not have the standings here? Let me let me look at this. It's only two match days. It's not a big deal. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like Brazil, as long as they have Neymar, they're just really, you know, the only teams that, the only teams that I can see causing a little bit of trouble to to Brazil is Uruguay when they get Cavani back and Colombia, because Colombia is looking pretty good too. Um, I feel like, I mean, obviously I only watch the highlights, but like, I feel like Davison Sanchez might get like a little bit more confidence when he's playing for Colombia than when he's playing for Tottenham. Because I can't imagine what it's like playing for Mourinho right now. Um, but I, I, to be honest with you, like I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, what is it? I think it's 18 matches. Um, what's 18 times three? Uh, uh, it's something seven. Um, what, uh, what's 18 times three? Uh, something four. 54? 54? No, it can't be that much. <laughs> Come on, dog. I'm pulling up the calculator. Oh, that's a damn shame. <laughs> I've been out of college for a while now. <laughs> Times three? Yeah. 54. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Brazil gets like I can see Brazil getting like forty-five points. Yeah, they look like they're in peak form. Um, uh, with Neymar, if with Neymar though, without yeah. Neymar, it's not going to be that easy. No, I think it'll be closer without Neymar. But you know, maybe if Neymar goes down, they start calling Vinny up, and then Vinny balls out. Yeah, but they but they're different though. It's it's still mm. a different one. But it's still a different one to Vinny show. Nah, but actually, I think the worst combo in history would be Vinny and, and Roberto Firmino because I, I I I would like I would like a more direct striker with with Vinny, like someone that's like a straight straight finisher with Vinny than someone who's like also can pass as well. I'm not saying that Roberto Firmino can't shoot anything, but it's just that I think for Roberto Firmino is too balanced to be like next to someone like Vinny. I think Vinny is someone that's like more like a garbage Jesus who's just like going for that. You feel me? Like I think. Well, okay, let me just say, um, Brazil got 41 points last time uh, in qualifiers. Um, that was on three ties, right? Or three or four ties? Um, five draws and one loss. 
Five draws and one loss. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, they can get forty-five. I mean, they yeah, can they, they can eliminate two of those, two or three of those draws. They can only have two draws and have one loss and then run on the table again like that. That streak yeah. was ridiculous, dude. That was yeah. Just no, they killed it all day. <laughs> yeah, they killed it. Um, what's the name? Um, and then I mean, they got forty-one points, and the next one after them was Uruguay with thirty-one. So there was like ten points behind them. So that's probably like the more of the norm is like between yeah. like thirty and something. Yeah, Cavani um, scored all goals for no reason. What do you mean no reason? They got they 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 they, they are second in qualifying. What do you mean no reason? What do you mean? To the ranch real quick. What are you talking about? He went to the World Cup. We're gonna start working on that farm real fast. He all went to the what, two. What a waste of time. Went to the World Cup and scored goals too, and knocked yeah. out Portugal. Goals? Yeah, and knocked out Portugal. Yeah. Oh man, you knocked out a tiny ass country. Good for you, dog. Yeah. What did Ronaldo do? Huh? Yeah, he helped him oh, off the field. Ronaldo, Ronaldo has a trophy. Relax, okay? He don't got a World Cup trophy. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> but anyway, um, let, let me see how many goals. <clears throat> Neymar scored six goals last time, but but it was weird because Cavani had ten, but then like after that it was just like it was like seven and six. Messi had seven and Neymar had six. Um, Gabriel Jesus had seven actually, but but you know what? Actually, I take you know what. That doesn't even matter because Neymar was injured for a while um, during qualifiers. There was like a, a long time he didn't play. Um, anyway, let's just not get all caught up in that. Um, I can see Brazil getting like 45 points. That would be like outstanding. It might even be a record. Who knows? Um, like Uruguay's playing well. Colombia's playing well. Argentina is like okay. Um, I feel like once like things start heating up, they could end up in the same position as last time, barely making it in. Um, Peru always plays really good football. Um, Peru always plays really good, but then when it gets close to the end, like they start having trouble. Well, they made it to the World Cup last time. Um, they were, I think, they were fourth. Yeah, they, or th- or third or something no, like that. Yeah, was it the last spot was was taken by Argentina, right? Yeah, but I think Peru was the was uh, fourth or third, right? Something like that. Um, anyway, Carnival World Cup qualifiers. Hopefully, they end up getting on TV somehow because this is just a shame. Um, anyway, what time is it? Anyway, yeah, yeah, please. We're already okay. past the shortest episode ever. Yeah, Bam hates me. That's why. No, you started talking about Bolivia. I mean, you, you start talking about Bolivia. I looked it up for you. <laughs> uh, okay, so your boy Ronaldo. Man, this case is not going away. Um, the rape case from 2010, um, it's going to be heard by a judge. Um, let's see. When is it going to be heard again by a judge? Soon. Because uh, the ju- whoa, the judge is determining whether the woman, Catherine Mayorga, was um, in the right mental state to sign their agreement. Um, And there was something interesting in this. um, Oh, so the reason, okay, so I don't remember this from before, but they're saying that her lawyers have stated that, like, in, like, the reason why they, they filed the lawsuit, 
this is actually funny because she's stating like well, the reason why they filed the lawsuit in 2018 is because Ronaldo's people violated their confidentiality agreement by allowing reports about the situation to leak um, in 2017. That's when we talked about it initially, when it first kind of like came out. And I think that was like episode two or four, when I like mentioned it briefly, because like I remember it was like in uh, Das Spiegel or some like German thing, something like that. So she was like, oh, like it came back out. Like y'all, like that's, like we, you, it, like nobody's ever supposed to know, basically. But Ronaldo's lawyers are saying that that came out because there was a hack, and like it was illegally hacked and stolen by cyber criminals. So that's going to be interesting because she said because she was saying she wanted two hundred thousand more dollars because of the information getting out there. What's funny is that it came out. And like we talked about it, but then it didn't become like a bigger deal to like the next year when you banned and then that's when you uh, banned him. Uh, <laughs> so it's going to go to court again soon and we'll see. It doesn't look like anything's going to happen, to be honest with you, but because um, it, it seems kind of flimsy, but we'll see. Um. um. To me, it's kind of crazy because I think that that's somebody that that's a case to me that like I don't think it's ever really going to go away or die. Like, no matter what happens, like I'm I've never looked at him the same. Like, you know, I'm sorry. Like, even though, even though, even though, like the case was like kind of was we moved on from it, I guess, and everything, but it didn't mean anybody's necessarily innocent in it, you know? And uh, when you, and I think Ronaldo knows that something's have to live with and fight forever too. I mean, like, you know what you did dog. And uh, part of the repercussions of that in life is that you're going to have to live with that forever. Like no matter how many kids you have, no matter how much money you make, no matter all the great things you do that night where you decided to, you know, be kind of a weirdo, that's on you, dude. When you decide to act out like that, that's, that's what happens to you. And it's a damn shame because, you know. I mean, it's interesting because I just, I never saw that part when it came out, when we talked about it before. So it seems like, like what it, what all the information from before, and, and I don't want to say all, like I read everything and we read a lot, but it seemed like she had an issue with, like her and her representatives had an issue with the information getting out to the public. And so they wanted more money um, because they're saying you guys violated the agreement. Uh-huh. But then his representatives are saying that we didn't violate it. Excuse me. There was a hack and we can't control that. So I don't really know how that's going to play out legally. I mean, the situation is thus like we have like a settlement from his deposition or whatever, it seemed like, it seemed like he violated. Um, I don't necessarily want to use the R word, but it is a rape case, but there was a settlement and a settlement isn't an admission of guilt. But like when he was talking, it definitely, it definitely was like, he took shit too far. When the, when the case came back out, it was making it seem like she ran through the money and she wanted more. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like, and, and I feel like that's what a lot of the people were saying, like, oh, she like spent the money, whatever. She just wants some more money. And it's like, you know, like, like there's like they signed the, the an agreement like there's a settlement with an agreement it's legally binding and from her and her representatives estimation they broke the agreement you know what i mean so like we'll see what happens when this goes to court like when the judge hears it the judge might just dismiss it again but it's an interesting case like what do you do when you sign an agreement with somebody and then you're saying that it got hacked like yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know legal proceedings in these kind of situations at all. I mean, I mean, I barely know legal proceedings in any situation. So, it's kind of it's kind of a weird story to take. And you know, obviously, Ronaldo has probably some of the world's finest lawyers of human humanity has ever spawned on his earth. So, who knows? The rebuttal for a hack could be something we don't know about. That's in some kind of writing that we don't know either because lord knows if i heard that was the comeback i was like what are these guys digging up that's incredible um i'd be like what what a comeback i didn't see that one coming so you know we'll see what happens um i just i just hope that the proper justice is served you know and regardless of it i hope that if she does if it does turn out that um the violation on ronaldo's in and he just he just does it properly does it the right way and handles it appropriately and I just don't want the situation to get messy because, you know, there's real lives involved. And I know people, you know, we tend to enjoy the gossip and celebrity, but there's real people involved and there's people with kids and lives involved. So let's just hope this just goes smoothly. Absolutely. Um, also, your boy Ronaldo tested positive for COVID-19 yesterday, which would, today is October 14th. That would be October 13th. Um, and you know, hopefully he's okay. They're saying he's asymptomatic, but um, really interesting. His sister came out and was saying that um, it's like the biggest fraud that she's ever seen. Um, she said that if, if Cristiano Ronaldo is the one who has to wake the world up, I have to say that this Portuguese really is an envoy from God. I believe that today thousands of people who have come to believe so much in this pandemic and the tests and the measures taken will, like me, see it as the biggest fraud I've seen since I was born. A phrase that I read today and that I stood up to applaud, enough fooling the entire world. Someone open your eyes, please. So oh, big, um, yeah, big, big, big QAnon Katia right there. Go off, girl. Yeah, she's a red pill on on the on, on the pandemic there, and uh, I was like, interesting. I, I was looking on her Instagram to see if there was a uh, some QAnon insignias there. I didn't see any. Um, anybody watch Ronaldo documentary? I'm not surprised. Go off though. Why? 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 I don't. I, I don't remember. I, I saw the documentary. I see how the fam ro- rolls around. I see. I see what the deal is. It's all good, you know. Um, I've tend to notice that uh, people that uh, you know, are a little little turned up, you know, don't don't want to really spend time educating and, and and getting to really know the situation and want to just search on YouTube and and Google articles and then you know talk all cool online. Those are the ten of people that be the, that want to be the ones that are the, that are that are you know big anti and they throw these big claims out like 
since I was born, uh, you know, like that kind of stuff. Because, you know, since you were born, it's clearly the evidence of like humanity's progress. Thank you. I'm glad you've been keeping track on island on what's been going on in your little island and, and, and how everything's been going since you were born. That's great to know on my data. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think this is how I like to see it also. Like, you know, also like your brother made it out from that island, you know, and also from the continent of Africa. You know, he was kind of spawned from there in this this island that was, you know. I mean, Bim, if we could see the map, you'd see the distance is pretty close. You know, show him, Bam, how close that is. Man, that's really close to Africa right there, dog. So if your brother made it out from there and did one of the most miraculous things ever in history, he made it out of there and became a global megastar, okay. something no one has ever seen, right? Billions, <laughs> millions of followers, whatever billions made. You're willing to believe that story, you know, but you can't believe that, that uh, you know, some hundreds of thousands of people in the world have been died from this and this is serious. That's funny, you know. Maybe you know. Maybe if someone told you years ago that your brother's never going to be anything, you might have believed that too, right? Because that's what that's because in, never in your life, no one has ever made out of Madeira either. That was a big time superstar and a, and a global icon. So, you know, it's just it's just corny to me. It's whack. I don't think it's funny when people like to throw around that people's lives who really got sick from this um, didn't exist as a farce. I don't know who became got to become God on this earth and got to just speak on everybody else. Um, and what they're really dealing with and how they're sick in life. So that's cool. It's only yeah. seeming to be something you believe in if you really die from it, right? Okay, so yeah. go ahead. Caesar been trying to give me COVID for months. You know, maybe maybe she would have been a believer if her brother just keeled over and died. Is that is that what she wants? Because then she's going to believe, right? If he bends over and just dies right there, then it's all good, right? Then it's like, oh, man, it was serious. Because in my life, I have finally witnessed something that has been as immaculate as has been spoken about. God, I hate I, – I'm sick of coronavirus and iron. I'm sick of it, dude. I already deal with it in stupid-ass MMA all day, and I got to deal with it with we're all those uh, ratchet sisters. I'm done, dog. Damn. I see – we all saw the documentary. We, you know, we know you're watching Jordy Shore. Just stop it, okay? Anyway, uh, Caesar's wilding out. I mean, I'm, I'm, I feel you. I'm definitely um, very annoyed with all the conspiracy theory people. It's very annoying. Um I don't even know why it's a big deal for her. Like, yo, your brother's going to isolate for a little bit and then he's going to go back just like all the other players. Hopefully that'll be the best case scenario. Um, so like, I mean, like, it's just not even that big of a deal. Like, it's like, yo, like he's just going to go isolate. And he's going to be fine. <laughs> you know, like what's the problem here? Um, but I mean, She's she's a she's an anon, and um, you never know. We we all know them. We all know a few. Yeah, we even know some people that are actual positions of power. Unfortunately, too. So this is true. Um, last but not least, your boy Mesut Ozil. I just want to spend a little bit of time on him because um, um, I feel like he's a, a cancer. I don't know if you looked at the show notes, but um, you would have giggled. Um, I mean, actually, I know you didn't, but so um, I did see it. I saw that's probably one of the funniest titles you've ever had ever. <laughs> Don't say it. I'm gonna say it. You call him a carpetbagger, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Caesar's look now. It's okay. No, I. Caesar, I know. I know when you go looking over there, you're looking at the computer. It's fine. Um, 
So, so uh, Ozil was not included in Arsenal's Europa League squad. And, like, the only reason that's news is because he's their highest paid player. But, um, like, I like that Arteta did that, but also at the same time, I'm like, Arteta, like, I, you literally, okay, we're trying to make this the shortest show ever, but, so, Guendouzi had to go. We're going to be done before 4.15. It's going to be less than an hour. Guendouzi had to go on loan to Hertha Berlin. And it made it seem like Guendouzi's like some toxic individual. But you know what? For them U21s, Guendouzi's the captain for France. So it's a little bit interesting to me. Like, I feel like maybe it's Arteta's ego because – I feel like if he was such a toxic individual and he had done something really bad at Arsenal, like the France coaches would be like, uh, like, you know, let somebody else be the captain. Like maybe we'll play him, but we won't let him be the captain because, you know, he did slap Arteta or something like that. Like, <laughs> so I feel like maybe Arteta's ego got in the way between that relationship and because I just think Ganduzi's phenomenal. And although U21s are like not real, I did watch France play in the mutual ones and when Doozy's he's we're still ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so our, uh, Ozil was not included. And then he did that weird thing like Arsenal was gonna um let the little mascot dude go, and then like Ozil came out like oh, I'm gonna pay his salary. And I was like, you know, like I feel like you're clout chasing at that point. Like, come on, dog, like. You're cloud chasing, homie. Like, there's not even fans at the damn stadium. Like, you're you're just trying to make Arsenal look bad. Um, what's his name? Then Arsene Wenger came out talking about Ozil. I actually liked a lot, um, what a lot of what he had to say. Um, obviously, Arsene Wenger was there when Ozil went to Arsenal from Real Madrid. Um, he said. The question was, you signed Ozil for a then-club record fee. What do you make of his career currently? Arsene Wenger says, I feel it is a waste for him. Firstly, because in his years where a player of his talent can produce the most. Uh, let's skip that. He said, okay, Arsene Wenger said this. The way football is going at the moment is quick counter-pressing, quick transitions, and everybody plays the same. It's, it's kicked out players like Ozil. Um Although, let's not forget, this guy is a world champion. He played at Real Madrid. So, Arsene Wenger is not saying, like, oh, he can't play. But he's just basically saying, like, dude, there's no place for a guy like that. Like, you got to be able to – you got to be down to run, willing to run, and, like, be quick out there. And that's not his game, which is for us. We're saying, why don't you just go to Italy? I don't think he can go to Italy. I think that – some of the issue that some of these players, I think, are having, such as Alex Sanchez, is EPL plays these inflated wages for these players. And other leagues in the world, I'm like, dude, we're not doing that, homie. Like, we can't afford that, especially right now. You wouldn't think any Italian team can afford that right now. They can barely afford to – I don't even know how they're, so many teams are open. Four years ago, they were having financial issues with, with the fans. They were giving out free game tickets to go to games. Just come through. Bam, I remember one time we were reading about them having free streams of the games. Like, they were doing anything to get people to watch and participate just because they wanted a TV deal of some sort. They needed money coming in. So, I know they're coronavirus. I know the one league probably got just decimated. The most is probably Italian league. They probably got – it's probably rough for them. 
So I can't imagine anybody unless they're willing to do a, a wage split. And my thing is, like, if I'm Arsenal, unless – I mean, I, unless, like, you're – I don't know what your – maybe maybe merchandise is just still good. You know, obviously Ozil is someone who's popular in, in, in probably Turkey and, and other countries as well. So he probably has a, a – he has a big worldwide fan base, big player. Like, we, we've heard about him. He's around the world. And now he's been speaking on political issues too, you know, obviously talking about what's going on in, in China and stuff. So his name has probably floated even in areas that, that wasn't really popular before. So there could be some draw to that. Maybe whenever they say his name on the website, it gets the most clicks. We don't really know what the deal is. So they might see some interest in just keeping him on the on the EPL roster, you know, keeping him on that roster. Because Arteta was probably like, I don't want him at all. They're like, dude, we can't, we can't afford, we can't, no one's going to pay for him. And we don't want to pay. 70% for him to go on a team and whoop our ass. Like, that's just not really what we want to do. Ozil probably over here tweeting in the SARS, too. Yeah, Ozil probably don't believe in coronavirus either. But listen, the thing is, is that the, the regardless of it, is that I get what Arteta did, but I feel like some part of me feels like it'd be more gangster if we put him on the team on, on both rosters, because just in case, like at the end of the day, regardless of what he said, he is a player. Like, he's still a player. He's not 28 talking F, talking S. He's like older. Time is ticking on his side too. Um, um, he damn near runs around like he's 44, but it's all good. Like keep him on the roster. You never know what could happen. And, and you know, maybe something comes in. Now maybe, maybe also it could be like, oh, Zill's kind of like a Gareth Bell situation where it's just like, it's a headache, you know, like it's a headache no matter what you deal with. And, you know, he was able to get a Guendouzi because I'm sure Guendouzi's wages are significantly smaller than, than Ozil. Like, probably, like, Guendouzi's probably still in that rookie contract. Probably, like, baby money he's getting. It's ridiculous. So, that's why he's going to some team like, what, Murder Bremen or some 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 rough team he's on? What team is he on? Hertha Berlin. Hertha July. Berlin. Jesus, even worse. Um, At least one team's in Champions League. Um, So, you know, it, it sucks. Guendouzi's a, a sensational player, but I'm not really sweating about him because Guendouzi's young, like, Young dudes, the, the, things like that are going to happen. You know, you, there's going to be situations where you got to your your path is going to get deviated. You got to go around a little bit. You know, look look at De Bruyne. De Bruyne had an issue with Mourinho. They moved him over to Wolfsburg. He shined at Wolfsburg, and everybody in the world wanted him. And he came back. So the same thing can happen to Guendouzi too. It, it's it's not a it's not a, a sentence him. It's not like got sent to to CPL. You know, obviously when people go to China Chinese Premier League, I'm like I don't even I don't know. what happened to this guy. I'm like oh he's in China what. That's what Chinese happens all the time. Super League. Get it right. Chinese Super League. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so. Well, I, I mean, I feel you. And, like, I, like, I'm not, like, against what you're saying about keeping him on the roster. But I honestly wouldn't. Um, and also, like, I just feel like Ozil has just become, like, the ultimate clout chaser. And it just feels like he uses his platform – to push like the agenda of Turkey, like because I'm just looking now, he's like talking about this thing with Armenia and Azerbaijan, and he's like literally quoting Erdogan in his tweets and like saying like Azerbaijan and and Turkey are like one nation, and I'm like, yo, homie, like you would never even mention Azerbaijan uh, uh, four weeks ago, like what are you doing, dude, like. You know, like, it's like a dog, like, you're just a, you're, you're like the mouthpiece for Erdogan, and, and he did tweet about the Insars thing, the Nigerian thing too, but, um, 
it's probably just like toxic, but yeah, like you're saying, when like his traffic is also traffic for Arsenal too, and that's important. Um, So there is is a benefit to keeping him on your roster, but there's no benefit with him on the pitch. And I, I just feel like he's, Like, there's a difference between being, like, talking about, poly- like, domestic situations. Like, people talk about, Le- like, LeBron. Like, Le- LeBron got the shut up and dribble treatment. But he's talking about stuff happening, like, in his own place. Also talking about, like, Armenia, Azerbaijan. Like, you're waiting into, like, geopolitics and stuff. And it's like, dog, like, Turkey might change sides tomorrow. <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? Like, I just think he's kind of lame at this point. Um, and yeah, he, he, it's going to blow up. It's going to, it's going to come back to hit him in the face. All this like geopolitics stuff he's talking about. I'm not going to do this. Obviously I don't, I don't like to jump into, I don't want to jump into different sports when we're doing this, but to me, it's like with him, it's, it's Erdogan, like, that dude has lived a whole life before you ever existed. Like, he's done things in his life. He's made decisions that have never – he never thought about, well, what's going to happen with Ozil's career if I do this to him, if I do this? That's not what goes down. So whenever you put your undivided career faith and trust into a political leader, my man, like, if, have you watched movies? It doesn't end well. Like, it's not going to end well, especially when it's somebody whose mission is not – you know, hugs and rainbows. His mission's kind of not doing that. So unless like all oh, you follow some kind of cult that I don't know about that's about different, then I get it. But man, it's not going to end well for you. You're 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 playing in a sport. So yes, politics is a major part of sports, absolutely. But the thing is, is when you're taking sides and alliances within that, and and you're siding in like something that's geopolitical, and and then you're also not only just dealing with Erdogan, but now you're having now you're jumping into the, the discussions between what's happening in other nations and their beef. Dude, like, it's just, if you care about your life and your family and people around you and just your situation and career, then don't do that kind of stuff because, like, it's just not going to end well for you, homie. Like, you know, you, and also, like, other people that are tied to you are going to be automatically involved in this that don't need to be. Like, you're putting weight on people. Like, you might have a cousin you don't know about. Or, 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 or even your mom or your sister, like, you're doing a lot. That's why I think it's – I understand completely when a lot of, like, celebrities or athletes don't want to talk about a situation going on at home. Even when uh, – they don't want to even talk about what, what president they're voting for. Please don't. Don't don't make me mad because my – how mad I am, I can't even imagine someone who might do something crazy. Like, there's crazy people in this world. There's people that do not think about – I don't – I can't hurt somebody. There's bad people in this planet. So don't do this, dog. You're not you're not a savior if you're doing this. You're not cool. You're not, oh man, it's good that there's no no oh it's really good that he's over here direct quoting Erdogan. Come on, dog. You're really not. And those people over there, and, and you know, I'm a s I'm talking a lot. The last thing I'll say is this. What I like most is people that move in silence. People that do things behind it. If you really care what's going on over there. I'd rather him quietly look at or what's going on in East, uh, Western China or whatever, quietly look into organizations to do direct relief work, do something on that end, and then move about. But when you start, like, and then you want to make a tweet saying that what you're doing, great. But when you start, like, picking political leaders but then have an issue what's going on over there, 
you look like a hypocrite and you do like you don't know what you read. It, it looks like someone's talking to you and it, it doesn't make sense. So just, just as it was like, I liked you before. And like, now it's just really hard. It's really hard for me to do this. I was a person when he left Real Madrid, I was like, good for him, dog. Like, come on, man. Like he needed to get that time. It was, he wasn't a Real Madrid player. It's not going to work over here. Go to Arsenal. He started balling out in the beginning. <laughs> uh, only one, uh, one, uh, one league title and one Copa del Rey at Madrid. But, I mean, um, he, he, he was definitely not going to start over Kaka. I don't know what his mindset was, but, dude, you're not better than him. I'm sorry. Kaka's phenomenal. Yeah. Not, um, he's not good with an international team. <laughs> like, it's like, like I said, it's going to come back to bite him because you're picking sides and you're not talking about, like, the most – Democrat, you're not talking about the most democratic rule of law place in the world. And um, I, I, I just, this is the last thing I want to say. Like, I just watched the documentary about Jamal Khashoggi, the journalist that was uh, killed and sawed up at the uh, Saudi embassy in Turkey a couple years ago. And one of the reasons why he became like a dissident in a lot of ways with Saudi Arabia is was he was seeing like something new in regards to like, you know, if somebody said something that just was like a little bit critical, if they couldn't get that person, like they will go get their family and be having their family locked up in places and um, making the, and, and, and even with Jamal Khashoggi, after he was killed, they like forced his family to come out and like make a statement. And you could like tell it was like super uncomfortable I don't know if they got some dirt on Ozil. I don't know. But, like, I just it's, – it's, like, it would be different if you were, like, on the pitch balling out. But, like, since you're, like, riding pine, like, now you want to become an activist, it's a little bit lame. And you're not even being an activist. You're talking about geopolitics. If he was talking about stuff going on in England, stuff going on in Germany, it would make more sense. Or, or if he was talking about stuff going on in Turkey. Yeah. It, it, you're, it, talking, it, you're talking about, about that. that. Yeah, you're, like – I mean, all actually it would be weird if you talk about something. But um, it would be, it would, but whatever, it would make more sense than him talking about like a war between Turkey and Azerbaijan. I mean, I'm sorry, between Armenia and Azerbaijan. Like, yo, dog, like, or and talking about like China's domestic policy. Like, why don't you talk about Turkey's domestic policy? Why don't you talk about Germany? Why don't you talk about England? Like, I've seen you post some pictures you know, on his Instagram, flexing in his bins. I don't want to see you talking about Azerbaijan and Armenia. I don't want to see that, dog. Worry about what you're doing at the crib, homie. Like, honestly, worry about that. Because, like I said, if you were talking about something that relates to you based upon your experiences in life, I'm never going to tell you not to talk about it. And But but when it talks about like, you talking about two other nations' geopolitics, get off of it, dude. Get off of it, man. Wait, Caesar, you're not going to tell me about he some flexing a bit. Yeah, I remember seeing a couple of years ago, or a year ago, or something like that. He's over here flexing in, in in the SLK or something. I'm like, what are you doing, dog? He probably <laughs> took him down because now he's a political warrior. But I'm, I didn't forget that picture. I was like, this is weird. Who out here wants to do a photo op with Ozil? That's goofy. Yeah, honestly, it's just it's just t- whoa, oh, <laughs> it's just tough because like, like you know what's going on and like. I'm I'm judging the athlete by how he is on the pitch, and he's toxic on the pitch. Um, every time he would get subbed after he's playing bad, being all mad, it's like, dog, you're playing ter- terrible. But um, 
Anyway, it's 4.10. I think we started at 4.15. Uh, I don't think this is the shortest episode ever, but that's your fault. Um, but yeah, anyway, make sure you check us out. We made a podcast.com. We made a podcast on all social media. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We made a podcast. And make sure you follow us. Uh, oh, check out Medium. Be posting some articles. Hmm, should, should I should I do an article, a short joint about Ozil or what? <laughs> that makes it really dope. You kind of went hard on, on Ozil. I mean, that's actually kind of dope. Like, I actually want to read that. <laughs> Damn, you ain't read the other ones? Wow. That's not what I meant. I said I want to read that. I said, mm, okay. man, you know what I'm saying? Out here kind of flexing a little bit, big dog. You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, bitch. Whoa. Okay, big flex out here before we go to London. All right, dog. Okay. Season is from 2017. It is. Yeah. How'd you know the year? That's weird. I don't know. I just I just guessed. Oh, look. <laughs> but, I guess the mission was different back then, huh? Mm. But you know why I guessed 2017? It's because he wasn't talking about politics back then. No, he wasn't. He was flexing in the bins. He wasn't talking about Turkey and stuff back no, then. No, he was not. And there wasn't a damn post about that. And and not that you can't change. Did, did he, was he, was he, did he have any tweets about Egypt when they had everything going on? Did he have any tweets on that? I want to see. I mean, he might, but it's not like, but it's like, I feel like that's a little bit different. Like you're talking about like, oh man, there's the people struggling, all that sucks. Even if he's talking about NSARS in Nigeria, like, yeah, you see when people suffer, that's bad. But when you start talking about like picking sides in like some weird proxy war, which like the side that you're on is also yeah, the same. No, it's a Suspect. I thought you was a super, super duper uh, muzzy man out here. He ain't seen them pictures with the Azerbaijan president. Now we're really banned. <laughs> now we've done it. And all, all it takes is a little bit. You just get banned, wind up a little bit in some geopolitics, and he starts going hard. Here we go. I'm, I'm going to cut that part out of the the podcast episode. It's going to stay on YouTube, though. I mean, yeah, which is great. <laughs> yeah, because nobody looks at YouTube. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take that part. Don't, before don't, we end, make sure you please um, follow us on Twitter. We made a podcast. You know, I was really upset. I did set a goal for us end of October, and y'all, or maybe it was September, I don't remember, y'all played me. Y'all still haven't followed. Uh, what happened to 110 or whatever people we have? 74 or whatever the hell they're at. Where'd those fools go? I'm going to find them. I'm going to find them and I'm going to make them follow us again. It's, it's funny because, like, we've been getting, like, random likes and stuff. I'm like, damn, why don't you follow us, though? Yeah, come on. Damn, they probably think they're following us already, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> anyway, I'll be real. They probably do. It's the same damn handle. Like, oh, I didn't follow you? Okay. Oh, um, they're like, oh, I remember these guys. <laughs> Uh, another one, your boy has transitioned off of Twitch permanently. I'm no longer on Twitch. You can catch me at We Made It Seas on YouTube. I'm on YouTube now. We Made It Seas. Um, yeah, your boy moved off of Twitch. I can't, I can't, I can't ride with Twitch. I can't do it no more. Uh, I can't. I just can't do it. I can't be rolling with Amazon like that. I'm good, dog. I might put that in the beginning. What? I might put that part in the beginning. Okay. I'm trying to help you out. And you start mixing and mastering, huh? okay? I'll help you out. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, so please, your boy's now on YouTube. All right. Uh, anyway, we made a podcast. We made a podcast.com. We made a podcast on all social media, Twitter, Instagram. Follow us on Medium and follow C's at We Made It Something. Uh, <laughs> <Get the C's. laughs> yeah, holler.